22-year absence, the Boston Celtics are NBA champions once again. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Seven seconds. They got Benetarian range. I'll tell you, what Tom Brady just did gives me goosebumps. Wide again for Tierney. Tierney's cross. Lucic, top of the circle, Horton, the drive, score! The Bruins knock out Montreal! Welcome back to another Boston Sports Extra Podcast. This is podcast four, episode 14. This is Red Sox edition. I'm here with the Dirty Water crew. What's going on, boys? How you doing? What's up, boy? Speak up, Scott. Hey guys, we got a, we got we got a newbie here. So, uh, yeah, we're back again. We got a we got a whole bunch of stuff to go over. We're gonna we're gonna jump into it right now, and uh, hope you guys enjoy this this episode. What you got going, Justin? All right. So uh, today is. What's today? August 20th, and I'm ready to give the Cy Young to David Price. Uh, David Price has looked untouchable in his last uh, bunch of starts, and I think he is going to steamroll into the playoffs. Um, no, so uh, let's let's go over the, the Rays series real quick. Um, we're, we're, record, we're recording this on, a mon- obviously, Monday. Today's the 20th. I just said that. Um, it's Monday night, so we currently have the first Indians game going on as we're doing this. Um, and I mean, you know, I, I I'll give you guys updates if you want, but it really doesn't make sense to since you've probably already seen the game. So um, we'll discuss the 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 the, uh, uh, the next three games uh, in a little bit for the in uh, the Indian series. Um, Recap of the Rays series: The Red Sox win their fifteenth consecutive series. Um, they they haven't lost a series since July first. Um, that is incredible to me. Um, I, I you guys have any initial thoughts on on that? Like, does that does that really uh, go to show the dominance that this team uh, portrays throughout throughout the season? What do you guys think? This lineup is just so crazy. Like, there's just so much power. There's so much speed. Um, ju- just when is the last time you see a, a Red Sox team just stealing bases whenever they wanted to? Yeah. And then, then just being able to mash ding dongs left and right. Like, it's phenomenal. It just goes to show you the type of effort and how hungry this young core of team players are. Yeah. I mean, who knows how long we're gonna have all this team together? It's it. That's a work in progress to be discussed later. But this team's hungry, and they want to win, and they want to win now. Yeah. yeah. It's quite amazing what they're doing. They just seem to always win. I mean, at the beginning of the year, I think we knew they were going to be a pretty good team, but this is just remarkable. Yeah. It's, they have a really good lineup. They have some good pitching, but just to keep winning every single day, it seems like. Like you said, they haven't lost a series in almost two months. I've never seen a team like this before, and it's – it's just unreal. How long can this keep up? Yeah, no, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, you know, I 
I wanted I wanted to get into this on previous episodes, but I never I never really uh, realized how you know like how well the Red Sox are executing um, stealing bases. Now you know we we were all there for the the team of 2017. Um, they were basically really good. Correct me if I'm wrong at um, at playing small ball. You know what I mean? Like they were they were getting they were getting on base. They weren't hitting a, you know a lot of home runs at all, as we all know. Um, they were still scoring a decent amount of runs. Um, but when you, when you mix, when you mix that aspect with, you know, uh, a Mookie Betts resurgence power wise and JD Martinez doing what he's doing, it's just a rest. It's just, it's just a perfect storm. You know what I mean? And we're, and that's what we're seeing right now. I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Red Sox still have the best, um, stolen base percentage in the league. Um, and I mean, they're just, they're just. They're just executing when they need to execute. Now they it seems to it seems to me that they are um it seems to me that they're they're picking and choosing when to run on who. So uh for instance, they were running a lot on CC Sabathia. Um, you know, they must have seen something in his windup or 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 something else like that. And and they were like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take a lot of bases on this guy today. Um, so I think that that, ha- you know, kudos to, to Alex Cora once again, um, for just, you know, doing what he's doing, um, and the homework that he is getting done. Same um, thing with, um, like if I can jump in, uh, same yeah. thing with Glassnow a couple days ago. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Glassnow came from Pittsburgh and Alex Cora's brother, Joey, actually is a coach on Pittsburgh and he gave him a little inside information. You know, you guys can run on him. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. That's yeah. <laughs> You know, and that's funny because I I think if Joey asked Alex, you know, like any info, Alex would be like, uh, "No, nah, that's all. That's all right. That's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it." You know. Um. So let's. I just want to go over some quick points here, real quick. Um. Obviously, uh, the pitching the pitching looks like it's it's turning around. Uh, the, the pitching, I mean, I know, I know that the last game of the series, uh, they lost two to zero, but I mean, you know, this, this race team, especially with the, the, they acquired Tommy Pham and, and they have a bunch of other guys that could really, uh, do some, they they could do some damage, honestly. I mean, you know, there's no denying that, um, they're, uh, I, I think they're, they're a sub 500 team, you know, um, and. That's not like it's not like facing the Orioles. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe it is for the Yankees, but it, it's not for us. Um, so you know, to, to only give up two or you know two more runs in the entire game, I think they were both solo home runs. Uh, I I think I know that I definitely yeah. know one of them was CJ Chrome was definitely one of them. Um, the, the yeah, other one was not, but, in the game. Yeah. Um, but you know, you got You got to give you got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, Kimbrel is finally turning it around. Um, and then, you know, uh, the, the starting pitching, you know, Brian Johnson kind of just had a very Brian Johnson ish, uh, what's it called? Very Brian Johnson ish start, uh, five, five, five and two thirds innings pitched, uh, three earned runs, two strikeouts, put the, put the team in a position to win once again. Right. Then, you know, he's a solid number five pitcher, which yeah. is what they need to be at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Um, the thing that surprised me with him is since the All Star break, he actually has over a strikeout per inning. Which wow, he's not a strikeout guy. Like, where no. is that coming from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I listen. If 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 it's working, then then it's working. Um, I just uh, 
you know, when Sale comes back, and Sale's on a DL, we'll get to that in, 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 in a second too. Um, when Sale comes back and Erod comes back, I do think that Brian Johnson is going to, you know, get the short end of the stick and go back to the bullpen. But, I mean, that's not a bad thing. You know what no, I mean? Not like, at all. It really is. Especially for like the way he pitches, he, he's always been touted as a good ground ball and fly fly out pitcher. Right. Always always mowing through batters quickly, not really delaying counts. He's he, he's a very very smart pitcher. He knows exactly where he wants to throw the ball, and having great chemistry with his catchers always helps even more. Yep, absolutely. Um, but- as we're as we're recording this, Erod is doing his rehab start and he's doing very well who's that eduardo yeah oh good oh oh yeah that's right he he is he is uh he's doing it yeah as we speak that's right um he's where is he salem i think he's 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 pitching yeah, I believe so. yeah um so so that's that's great to see that's great to see um, you really want to take your time with Erod, you know what I mean, with with how fragile he's been over the last few years, um, and we really can't lose. You know, we can't we can't afford to lose him. Honestly, came um, right out of the gate this year, though he did he did pretty good for when he was up and healthy. He showed really well this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean he he showed he showed you know what we all kind of thought he could turn into eventually when he was coming up. Um, I mean, you know, he, he is definitely a really good number three. He could possibly reach a number two uh, starter. So I'll give you the update. On, uh, he's finished. He pitched four innings, one hit, no runs, two walks, and eight strikeouts. Yeah, that's that's incredible. That's incredible. So, uh, he, like, if he if he maintains those strikeout numbers, he's as good as anybody, honestly, in my opinion. I, I mean, you know – if he he needs he needs to keep keep his walks down a little bit, uh, you know. Um, but I I I I can't wait to see him back. Honestly, I mean, there's always two sides of every pitcher. But with him, if he's not confident, he's not going to get you far in any game. Yeah, but if he has all the confidence in the world, he's unhittable. Right. The big thing with him is believing in his pitches. I mean, when he throws the ball over the plate, guys can't hit him that well. Yeah. The problem is he gets the two strikes and he starts nitpicking around the corners and getting yeah. balls, working up his count. He just needs to trust his stuff. Right. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> and, and just an update: he was pitching in Portland tonight. Was oh, it was it was Portland? Okay. All right. A lot more significant than single A too. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think oh, someone was in Salem. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, no, it's not Pomeranz. Definitely not. Um, Wish it would. He's on his way to the sun. Well, he's been on his way to the sun. I haven't seen it happen yet. So, Red Sox, if you're listening, please make it happen. Um, let's get into uh, David Price continues to roll. Uh, he has like he has like under a 1.0 ERA since we've started this podcast. So, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pat myself on the back for that. Uh, thanks, guys. Um, you know, I know. Uh, uh, there was there was a few people out there that kind of didn't believe in what I was saying about about David Price, but you know I, I'm just uh, I don't mean to gloat. I'm not I'm not a, I'm not I'm a I'm a humble guy, but you know listen, David Price is the man, um, and anybody that doesn't like David Price, you know, you know what, you know you know what you can do. Um, I, no, I, I, I like to than what they've paid for. Yeah, he struggled early in his Red Sox career for the first month and a half, I think it was, and then the rest of the season he's fine. So um, this year he's got a 3.02 ERA when he's not facing the Yankees. <laughs> Are you going to want more than a 3.02 ERA from Bryce? You're kind of pushing the envelope if you're looking for more. You're like, exactly. Obviously, we want him to perform well against the Yankees in the playoffs, 
but he's still got time to do that. For the moment, he's performing. Yeah, I feel like when the Sox signed him to his massive $217 million contract, everyone was expecting Tampa Bay David Price. Tampa Bay David Price stayed in Tampa Bay David Price. When he got traded to Detroit, I believe, Yep. and then went on to Toronto, he was not Tampa Bay David Price. He was a different David Price. And then when everyone – when Sox signed him, everyone's like, oh, we got got an ace. Like, we got an ace. We did get an ace, but – it's not the ace that everyone was looking for. He's done a phenomenal job. Every, everyone was saying that we got an ace because before that, Clay Buckholz was our ace. So that's why everyone yeah. was was, yeah. was rejoicing. And you know what? Like just that was the, an atrocity as well. Yeah, well, <clears throat> 2013, I mean, you know, he he did what he did, Buckholz. He he paid his dues, I guess. But you know, like that that says a lot. You know, like if you looking looking back now, um, <clears throat> uh, what's it called? Um, you know, everyone expected David Price to take over that that ace role because it was it was the clay, it was Clay Buckles was our best pitcher, and then like I think everyone just kept having that narrative for him, you know, up and you know uh, until now even, you know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. really fair for that guy, but yeah, um, you know, I I just I just want to say that his first seven games as a Red Sox and and uh, Scott touched up on this too. Uh, first seven games as a uh, as a Red Sox player, he's, uh, he has a six point seven five ERA. Sixty eight games after, he has a three point four nine ERA. So you know, <clears throat> I, you, you could you could say that that he's he's almost lived up lived up to the hype. I mean, you know, who who, who cares who cares if if he, if he's an asshole to, um, you know to whatever i mean he's not even being an asshole like who like just just see the guy alone just let him pitch all right it's the media always gonna nitpick for something yeah yeah no i like it i like his little his little comeback the other day with the media yeah and they're like about about chris you know chris sale do you think you need to step up he's like do you feel the pressure he's like i think i got enough pressure on me with the 32 million dollars i'm making this year exactly yeah. exactly you know what i mean and like he he could be an asshole and say and say well you know I'm making thirty two million dollars so I don't care like no he's he's feeling the pressure and he's t- he's letting you guys know and I mean I I believe him that he has pressure on him so yeah um, the entire starting rotation does until Sale gets back yeah uh, I mean we that's that's a good segue to get into uh, Chris Sale so Chris Sale is back on a DL for the same thing um, he is back on a DL for uh, minor shoulder inflammation. Um, uh, a lot of people are um, saying that this is a phantom injury. Uh, same thing with Devers. We'll get into that in a second. But uh, are, are you guys, like, I, I guess uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how worried are you guys about Chris Sale right now? Uh, like a 2. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I you mean, know, they're up right around double digits in the division, and the Yankees are also second in the whole American League, so we're up about right around ten games for home field as well. They're just yeah. looking to preserve him for the playoffs, is the way I look at it. Yeah, no, that's that's. I mean, you they're know, up two game sales pitching. That, yeah, that's my belief. Yeah, no, of course, yeah. of course. Um, and 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 Chris Sale even even uh, alluded to that. He said that uh, if the if the race, I don't, I mean, I don't think he said it in these exact words, but. If the race was tighter, that he would be pitching um, against Tampa. I mean, no point in excruciating this guy's poor arm. I mean, honestly, scale one to ten, I'm like maybe point five worried. 
just because just because the way he pitched against Baltimore, he showed zero signs of any sort of injury, any sort of fatigue, more or less than what like he actually always shows. Like it, he looked like he would go out there and throw another three innings and probably another six strikeouts. I mean, who knows? The guy's such a fierce competitor; it's so crazy. Yeah. But at the same time, if if we can save him and keep him 150% ready for the playoffs instead of 100% ready for the playoffs, like why not pull the trigger? Yeah. And, and you know, I think it has a lot to do with, um, you know, I I don't I don't I don't know if if I guess Chris Sale was lined up to to see the Rays, but the, I guess there early on there was a chance that he could have seen the Indians. Um, and I don't, I don't think the Red Sox want to do that. I think, I think they want, they want the first time that the Indians see this year's Chris Sale is in the playoffs, and I think that Chris Sale would have the advantage there. Um, so, you know, it, that's that's also another another factor, keeping him healthy and keeping him, um, you know, new against the competition that they, that we will probably be uh, facing in, in in the playoffs. Um, Devers, what's up? I think it's a simple thing that yeah. he always he's known to fade in September and October. Yeah. And so the, the, they had it even on um, on one of the sports channels last night with his numbers. And he's like three times worse at the end of the season than he is at the beginning. So, yeah, yeah and he's been that way going back to Chicago days. Yeah. Put him away. Let him let him, you know. Stay healthy or whatever, and see if he can. Yeah. If they can turn it around. Yeah, no, I think he was a relief pitcher when he was in college, so he didn't have that yeah. years well, he, of building up his arm. He was he was coming out of the pen in his rookie year. Uh, yep, that too. Chicago too. So, um, but you know, listen, like I like I said uh, in in the last episode, I believe that I mentioned this in the last episode. You know, your you, a pitcher is never going to have a clean image if he took an MRI. You know what I mean? Like it's just not it's just not going to happen. Like you know, there's. You, you start breaking your arm down when you're like 10, 12 years old when you're these guys. So, you know, you're going to always have a little bit of inflammation, especially, I mean, the guy is throwing 100 freaking miles an hour. You know what I mean? Like, how could you not have inflammation after that? But, you know, uh, whether whether if it is a phantom injury or it really is, and then you can't you say the word injury lightly because I, I would think it's just more of a, uh, uh, it's just a symptom at this point. Um, I, I, we're not worried. I'm not worried. No one, no one should be worried. Um, and you know, let the team do what they're doing right now. Um, so, you know, also Devers is on is on the DL for. Oh shit! Benetton just made an awesome grab. Um, Devers is on the DL as well for for a uh, for a hamstring injury. Um, but everyone's saying that that is a phantom injury as well. Um, I mean, that I don't know about because, you know, I know hamstring injuries can be a little tricky to get rid of. Um, and I mean, I don't really think there's any reason to to not have him on the team. Other than the fact that Eduardo Nunez has looked like a completely different player at third base than he has at second base. Um, any initial thoughts on his transition, guys? Well, what I alluded to, I believe, my second time on the podcast is Nunez is not built as a second baseman at all. Right. Yes, he has a great footwork, but the footwork, especially his right foot, his pivot foot, is just so hard for him to just keep it in one certain spot. That's why he's always had miscues at second base. Third base is perfect for him. There's a longer distance. 
I feel like the quick shorter reaction time helps him think more, and he just he just plays so he thrives so much better on the left side of the infield than he does on the right side of the infield. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, he's he's looked tremendous out there. Um, you really, I mean, you know, Devers will have will have every now and then have a really good play, um, but for most most of the of the time he's out there, it, it is it is it is evident that he. Um, he needs improvement in the field, and I think Alex Cora going into this offseason is going to really put a lot of um, emphasis into into that fact. Yeah, um, you know, he's still 21 years old and younger than I think any other hitters in the A-ball team he rehabbed yeah. with. But um, I really hope they have some patience with him because he has the ability to play third base. Yeah, I think a lot of it is he is 21 years old. He's a little immature, and he's lacking focus. He well, has the footwork. He makes some nice plays out there. He definitely has the arm strength. A lot of his errors are throwing errors. Yeah. And it's like yeah. he makes the play and then he just kind of, I don't know, zones out and throws it over and throws it away. He needs to focus better is kind of what I'm taking away from it. Well, you know, I, I, I think that I don't know if it's a maturity thing. I mean, it could be a maturity thing, but like, you know, honestly, like, we were all probably pretty, pretty mature when we were like, you know, around 21 years old, like for the most part, you know what I mean? Like if we're, if we're really invested into something and we're getting paid and blah, 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 like, you know, you would think that that would really wake you up. Um, I think for me, uh, it's more of a physical thing. You know what I mean? Like, like I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a kind of heavy set guy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to lie. Um, and you know, I know what it's, I know what it's like to try and move around and, and, and play sports when you're, when you're, when you're heavy, you know what I mean? Like, so I think that, you know, when you weigh as much as Devers does, um, and he's not Paolo Sandoval by any means, don't get me wrong, but, um, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't kill him to lose a few pounds. And then he, he gets, he, in return, he gets a lot more mobility and he, he can balance himself better. Um, and then maybe he can, he can make those throws. Um, so I think for me, you know, that's that's a really big part of it. Um, and I think uh, sometimes a, a lot of people aren't looking into that factor as well. Yeah. I mean, like you're just alluding to, the kid's a little thick, but yeah, not, not even about that. I think he just second guesses and overthinks. He's like every young kid. You you know, when he, a situation pops up, it's like a ground ball to him. He gets it. He knows what to do. He just overthinks it or he second guesses his ability. Yeah. He just he just needs the confidence. He needs once the like Anthony was saying a while ago. He just needs to have the game come to him more. It'll slow down. Right. Know exactly what to do, and then everything will be perfect. Like Bing, boom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, most kids his age, they're in college. Or yeah. if they have been drafted, they're down in a ball, maybe double A. Yeah, I mean, exactly. then we're not talking about his defense because he's still developing like he's supposed to be. He's just doing it in front of a large audience right now. Yeah, and and, and this is this is the way that you want him to develop because what better way of developing for the MLB than playing in the MLB? You know what exactly. I mean? And and yeah. and this team can afford a few errors every now and then uh, on Devers's part. Um, you know, when, when you have the team doing everything else that it's doing, honestly, like if he's playing for, uh, you know, uh, say if he's playing for the A's right now, um, I don't think he would, he would, they, he would, he would be optioned. You know what I mean? Like, uh, when you talk about a guy like Matt Chapman, who's been tremendous as a defender, um, he's a really good part. He's, he's a, he's a, he's an X factor for that team. So they wouldn't be able to afford having Devers making all those all, all those errors all the time, especially with their playoff push. Um, 
but uh, but I digress. Uh, let's speaking of one endeavors playing. Um, if it is a phantom injury, to me, it makes more sense to have him playing in AAA, doesn't it? If you want him getting the reps and getting swings in, why would you just DL this twenty-one-year-old? Well, first of all, um, I don't. I don't think anybody saw Eduardo Nunez be the guy to put at third base. Um, you know, for 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 the rest of the season. Um, you know, right. he he was he was seen as especially with the Pedroia injury. Uh, you know, you really wanted him. You know, I guess at second base, and then Devers was fine at third. You know, I mean, even even if he was hitting like whatever two sixty or whatever. But you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, he he has all of his options. Um, and I mean, the the kid is 21. So, you know, I mean, I guess you, they're, they maybe, maybe they're saving those options for another time. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, that, that's gotta be what it is because they, they'll option anybody, um, you know, if they really need to, honestly, like, yeah. I don't see, I don't see them not doing that. Um, but you know, like that's, I think it's a confidence thing too. Uh, right. you know, I'm, you, I'm not necessarily saying they should option him. I yeah, just, right. That's right. kind of why I don't think it's maybe in a phantom injury. Yeah. Cause to me, he should be getting the reps. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, like 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 you said, I I hope that they have tremendous um, uh, patience with the kid. Uh, you know, they they better because you know he's only twenty. Like like we we could say this all day long. He's only twenty one years old, so um, he's worth it. Yeah, he's absolutely, hundred percent. Um, Red Sox have won. Uh, 32 of the last 40 games. Um, what is your confidence levels? Have has it has it increased? Uh, is there any specific reason why it would decrease? Uh, you guys want to talk about that real quick? It, it's it, it's relatively been a little extra inflated this season, but at the same time, you have to take a step back and just say, yes, we're doing we're having a great season right now, but it's the regular season. Yeah. This is not the part that really matters because we have a huge lead in the division. We have a huge lead for home field. This is the part where I would start resting guys more if needed, if they're exhausted. I would definitely just take a step back. Take a step back. This mm-hmm. is our reality check here, especially towards the end of the series with series against Cleveland, Houston, and again, another one with New York or two. But this is what we really see what this team is made of because these are the teams we're going to be facing in the playoffs. We need to know what we're made of now. And not only that is in the playoffs, it's a whole different atmosphere. Like, for example, say the Sox end up getting to 116 for the regular season and wins. And then just riding that such high elated uh, amount of confidence, could it bite us in the ass again? Yeah, but I don't. I don't think Alex Cora will let it get to that point. Honestly, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel this team's a lot more like humble. Yeah. Than teams yeah. Pass, but at the same time, you always have to be looking forward instead of looking at now. Well, I mean, think about it. Like most of them haven't haven't been there. Yeah. Who, who, who was who was uh, Xander Bogarts went to the World Series, won a World Series in thirteen. Yeah. Uh, other than that, that's it. I mean, you got Pedroia, but he's you know basically non-existent. He's uh, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I don't think that they have a case to not be humble, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they, yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like they, they, you know, and if, and if that's the case, then that's completely on them. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not, you know, not what you want in, in, in a team. Um, but yeah. I, I don't think that that, I don't think that we'll be seeing any, any, any of that. Um, so kind of uh, in a more detailed view, I want to look into the next three games for the, for, for the Hold Indian on. series. Before you go on to that, I want to add to that. Yeah. The scary part about it is if, if you've been listening to Alex Cora's interviews the last couple of days, is that this team could be so much more better than what they already are. Who does that remind you of? Because he said that he's learning from uh, some of his ex-coaches and from Terry Fracona about not chasing wins. Yeah. If it's a day like, what, yesterday when they lost 2 nothing, instead of burning your bench and burning your bullpen, just take the loss. Right. And save those guys. Yeah. So if you look back, if you, if if now that if we were to go and look back at some of these games they lost and they just threw it in and they just you know let the game go, how smart of that? How smart is of him is that to save the team for later in the season? Yeah, yeah, no, and and I agree, and and I mean you know I get like who who does that remind you of? That that is that is that is such a Bill Belichick thing to say, um, and and a, and a way to act. Um, and you know, he he's enjoyed tremendous tremendous success for the entire time that he's been on the Patriots. Obviously, so um, you know, I think I think for him to kind of take that model and bring it to the Red Sox is 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 extremely important, and it can be extremely effective. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, looking at this, uh, the this this Cleveland series, uh, the remaining three games, the they're they're playing tonight uh, against Kluber. Kluber is getting there in pitches, ninety two pitches uh, as I as I speak. Um, you got uh, Bieber versus uh, Eovaldi. Bieber is six and two with a four point three seven ERA. Eovaldi five and four with a three point six two ERA. Um, and then you have Carlos Carrasco. Uh, who is uh, 15 and six with a 3.33 ERA, uh, and he's facing uh, Brian Johnson, with a, who's uh, four and three with a four ERA. Um, this is the matchup that I am most interested in. Carlos Carrasco is a is a really big deal. He would be an ace on almost most any other uh, any other teams. He, he's having an incredible season. I think he's having a, a season that not a lot of people are talking about. Um, and you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'll be very interested to see how the Red Sox react to, to Carlos Carrasco. Now, we we did get lucky; we're missing Trevor Bauer. Um, Trevor Bauer is on the DL; he'll be out for the the next four to six weeks. Um, he has a fractured ankle, I believe, or something like that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not positive. Is that not, a tibula? What is it? Is that a tibula? I think so. It's 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 something like that. That was like but. a Gordon Hayward type bone thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't think obviously it's not as bad as Gordon Hayes. Oh, no, no, no. But <laughs> you, you um, know what I mean? it's the same bone. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to be out for like four to six weeks. Um, Terry Francona uh, confirmed that. Um, so if you look into Carrasco a little bit more, he's been lights out recently. His ERA was actually a little over four at the All Star break. Mm-hmm. He's four and one with a one point three three ERA since. Yeah, he's got forty nine Ks and forty and two third innings. Like this is who he is. It's who he's been for four or five years now, I believe. Exactly. He is, as you were saying, he's 
close to an ace, if not an ace. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the real deal. You know what I mean? And and you know, we'll be seeing him in the playoffs. I, I believe nope. he's I believe he's a decent uh, playoffs uh, starter. Um, so you know, we'll yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see how this team reacts to them. Um, and then you have uh, for the finale, you have Plutko versus Price. David Price against the Indians. Um, David Price against the Indians. Let me let me tell you guys something, okay? David Price against the Indians uh, is ten and two with a two point two four ERA lifetime. That that I will take that any day of the week and twice on Sundays. That's phenomenal. Um, with with the way that David Price is rolling uh, these last bunch of starts, um, I mean I can't. I don't see any other way that you know the Red Sox lose that game. Yeah, um, to me that's the one they have to take. Yeah, and no. hopefully they split one of the other two at least. Yeah, I mean, because then then they're going up against this this kid Plutko, uh, four point six ERA. I mean, you know, it's it's just it's 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 a matchup, you know. That that's that's made in heaven for the Red Sox. Yeah, so. it's right for the taking. Yeah, absolutely. To me, the wild card matchup in the next few days is the Bieber versus Eovaldi one tomorrow. That one. Yeah. You know, either way, to me, Bieber is a rookie. He's got phenomenal control. He really relies on his on his command. He his stuff is decent, but he's not blowing anyone away out there. I think right. he had ten walks in the entire minor league season last year. Yeah, so that's, that's really his calling card. So the Red Sox should be expecting strikes, and they should be coming out swinging on him. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm also interested to see how Eovaldi, uh, how Eovaldi does, uh, how he continues to do. Uh, he had, you know, he had that he had that one bad start against the Orioles, um, but then after that, you know, the, any all the other games that he's been he's been pretty good. So I want to see how he finally uh, how he faces off against a, a team that. Is arguably better than the Phillies. Uh, it'll probably be his toughest test yet. Um, so, you guys have any other takeaways for this upcoming uh, series? I mean, I can go over some some numbers here real quick. Uh, basically, most most of the of the main hitters for the Red Sox have OPSs around seven hundred ish for lifetime against the Indians, which isn't. I mean, you know, it's a little bit. It's it's just it's about average. I w- I would say. Um, so you know, and then J- JD Martinez has a lifetime 982 OPS against against the the Indians. So, um, any any uh, takes on this series? Uh, what do you guys think? I feel like, and this might just be blown out more in my area than most, but the position battle between Bogarts and Lindor is going to be a key matchup this series. Uh, just because they're both perennial shortstops in the league. I mean, yeah. Lindor is presumed to be the better shortstop. Yeah, he is. I, well. I love my boy Bogarts, so I'm always going to pick him over Lindor. But, I mean, just, just watching that battle of the two very young, growing shortstops play, it, it's just going to be something fun to watch, especially when they're going to be named, household names around next for the next 5 to 15 years, depending on how their careers go. Yeah. Um, just, just for, just for uh, shits and giggles, I was looking up um, how Lindor was doing um, – for, I think he's been in the league for man, four seasons. Four seasons, right? Um, yeah. Damn, they just they just tied the game. Um, 
what's it called? Um, so I I I want to say that uh, Lindor has better numbers than Derek Jeter in his first in his first four starts. Um, I mean, it's, and it's not even close. I mean, he's he's his numbers in his four. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, first four seasons. Um, his numbers are comparable with, uh, and this is Lindor, by the way, that I'm speaking of. Um, his numbers are comparable with A-Rod's um, in his first four starts. Uh, Jesus, his first four seasons. So um, that goes to show how good of a shortstop he really is. And I think that's that's a really that's a really good point, Porchy. I, I think a lot of people aren't really looking into, um, uh, you know, that that matchup there. Um, Scott, you have any any uh, takeaways that you you may uh, you know, you you have for this series? You know, it's a matchup of MVP candidates, really. Um, yeah. Red Sox yeah. obviously have Mookie and JD, and the Indians have Lindor and Jose Ramirez. Yep. Those are probably four of the top five MVP finishers right there. I think Lindor is probably a step behind the other three at the moment. Yeah. But Mookie and JD, everyone's like, which one's going to win MVP? Which one's more valuable? Jose Ramirez is practically right there with them to me. Um yeah, I would is. lean towards Mookie and JD over him right now, but Jose Ramirez is having a monster season. Yeah, he is. Uh, I mean, you know, you you got a guy that could play anywhere in the infield, um, and he's hitting the same amount of bombs as JD is. Um, he may not have as 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 much of an average or anything else, but you know, it, it, he is having a monster season. So, um, you know, just to to see to see them match up and to to go off against each other is going to be really interesting. How would you rank the three MVP vote? Wait, wait, say it again. How would uh, you guys rank those three in MVP vote if you had to vote? Um, honestly, it's it's a little different for me this year because uh, if JD Martinez wins the Triple Crown, he's he's going to be MVP. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I yeah. think Mookie Betts would have to have like an unreal finish to the season to 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 take that away from him um but i just you know i mean a triple crown you know and i know that they are sort of they're they're kind of they're they're barbaric stats but triple crown is a triple crown there's 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 a yeah. reason why it only it happens like you know if we're lucky once every 10 years you know yeah. before before miguel cabrera wanted it it had happened since since uh since yes so right. you know what i mean so there's there's a reason why that doesn't happen a lot you know, it's it's something very very hard to do, even still. Um, but for me, I would probably if 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 he doesn't win the triple crown, uh, yeah. I I would go um, I would go uh, Mookie Betts, and I would probably go Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, JD Martinez, honestly. And and I'm not taking anything away from uh, you know what J Ram is doing. He's having a tremendous season. You know what I mean, but it's just JD Martinez is putting up unreal numbers, um, and and Mike Trout is still, you know, I'm I'm assuming Mike Trout is coming back soon, so he'll finish off the season strong. That's all. That's that's you know that's my assumption. Um, but you know, if if Mike Trout doesn't come back and put up you know the numbers he was putting up in the beginning of the season, then obviously I think you know Jose Ramirez has a shot to be number two or even win it, um, depending on how he does. Um, what do yeah, you what do you me, what do you guys think? To me, Trout slipped a little bit due to missing the last few weeks, which is really unfortunate. His run of either winning MVP or coming in second to start his career, what was it, five years in a row? Yep. Just remarkable. And then last year he was on MVP pace until he missed six weeks. Yep. Ended up finishing fourth. 
So, you know, hopefully he gets another top five finish, but I don't think he's going to vie for actually winning the MVP this year due to missing that time. Well, I mean, he last year he came in last year he came in fourth, and he missed a third of he missed a third of the season basically. Um, I don't think he's missing that much time this season. I I I think he should be back soon. I mean, I I have I have no idea when what his time his timetable looks like, but um, yeah, but his competitors are really strong this year, so I yeah. just think missing time that late in the season is is hurting him. Personally. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean. Yeah. That's 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 it's a good point. But you know, at the same time, I do think voters kind of have a uh, a preference to vote for Mike Trap because it's just like it's the easy out. Um. So I think that he could generate some votes like that. Um, yeah, he deserves uh, to get some votes. That's for yeah. Sure. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. But I mean, you know, there really is no wrong way of 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 ranking those those three four, you know, guys. In the MVP race, I mean, you know, if if J, if if J Ram won MVP, I wouldn't be shocked. If Mookie won it, I wouldn't be shocked. If JD Martinez won it, I wouldn't be shocked. So, you know, um, right. it, it, it it's going to be interesting. I think this next month is going to have a lot to do with it. Um, you know, see and, which one has the best series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, Anthony, you got anything to add to this uh, at all, or? No, I'm good. Okay, cool. Um, so... I'm watching the game. <laughs> don't, don't let me uh, don't let me take away from from you watching the game. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I want to try and get into a new segment. It's hot take Monday, everybody. Um, so let's see, Porchy. I know you have a you have a hot take that you're begging to to get off your chest. Yeah. Yeah, it might so, piss a few uh, people off. So let's hear it. Yeah, so I alluded to this. I wrote an article back in March twenty eighth, and I feel like this is the perfect time to bring it up, especially since he's only appeared in three games this season. At the end of the off season, Sox need to look into either trading Dustin Pedroia or just trying to force, or just hopefully he can retire on its own. He, he it needs to be over. Mm-hmm. Him and the Sox uniform needs to be over. Mm-hmm. And I can only explain this in two very solid ways, but I'll, I'll mash into one. The lack of in-productivity, just inconsistently being healthy, unhealthy, healthy, unhealthy. Even if he does come back, there is very a very small percentage of him coming back and being anything close to what he used to be. So right. if, if he were to just hang it up after the season, he would still he would still be like, oh, he's had a damn well hell of a career compared to him playing the rest of his contract, DL stood after DL stood and being like, well, he had a great career, but the last like four or five seasons just that just off. They're terrible. I yeah. mean, there, it's happened to so many great players in MLB. It's happening to Albert Pujols right now. I mean, he's, he's a bit of a different story. He's still, he's still launching home runs, getting hits and, and doing what he's, what he, not what he got paid to do, but doing what he should be doing. But it's just, just looking at him like, like you see him as like a legend status, and then you're just watching him slowly wither away. So I just I just want to interject here. Oh, yeah. um, I I don't think that they they will trade Pedroia. That that just it, it, it won't happen. Not they honestly can't. He has a big contract and he barely plays. He has really bad knees. No one's going to take on that contract. Exactly. Exactly. Close too. Uh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, other, other than that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't think that they would, you know, like you never sell 
you, you never saw low. You, you always sell high. You know what I mean? And, and you know, unless he's going to a team that can contribute right away, it, it just wouldn't make sense for anybody to take up on that anyway, regardless of what the contract looks like. I mean, that's just another, you know, another right. factor. You know what Porchy said, though, is right, right where it's hard to watch guys wither away. You don't want to see. You prefer they just kind of retire if they were yeah. going to do that. Look at how do you think Mets fans feel right now with David Wright? Well, yeah. the guy is like the face of the franchise a few years ago. He hasn't even played in like three years, but he's still you know, crying. They, it's been the same old song and dance with David Wright, though. They, if Mets fans aren't used right. to it by now, then I mean they're just they're just idiotic. I, I think this is, um, you know, you you could have said this with, um, I mean, take your pick. You 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 could have said it. I mean, not not to the same extent, but you could have said it with, uh, you know, Evan Longoria and the Rays. You know what I mean? Like you could have you could have said it with, uh, you know, uh, Ichiro. You could have said it with Ichiro, you know what I mean? And yeah. and Ichiro is still, you know, if you gave him a contract, I'm sure he would he would he would take it in a heartbeat. So, you know, and I think Pedroia has a has a mentality like Ichiro where he just can't picture himself away from a baseball field. Right. Um, you know these guys love the game, they want to give it up. Yeah. But on top of that, if they retire, they're giving up fifteen million dollars a year for the next three years. Right. So they're not gonna get paid that. So, so the two of those combined is it's hard to ask them to just walk away. Well, so I I think that that Porchy has a, a legitimate take here. Um, you know, you hate to see him go for everything that he's done for this team, and it'll be a very sad day when he does leave. Um, but you know, like like he said, he's he's not he's not contributing to the team. Um, and that's unfortunate. It's it's nobody's fault. It's not his fault by any means. You know what I mean? Like, just his time. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, and actually, uh, the, it's it's the the anniversary of his uh, of his MVP. Uh, it was ten years ago. So you know, that kind of goes to show how how quick time flies. I guess. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think that's a legitimate take. We'll see. We'll see how uh, how he comes back. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's funny because um, Pedroia said that he's feeling better, um, and Dave and the team haven't ruled him out just yet. But I mean, it's 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 looking that way. So you know, nothing. nothing. No, they're winning a ton without him. They brought in Kinsler. They still have Brandon Phillips wasting away down AAA. Oh yeah, I no. Don't see how you can bring him back. You no, they they won't don't even they risk, won't. risk anything. My hope is. He can be a solid part-time player next year because you know Pedroia. If he's getting out on the field, he's going to be giving it his all. He's going to be flying right. all over the field, making diving plays. Just yeah. puts him at further risk. I don't see how he can ever be a full-time player again. Exactly, this is going to get hurt. Exactly. But if he can be a part-time player and still bat two ninety, three hundred, play good defense when he's out there. Yeah. You know, can't ask for more than that at this point. Right. Um. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what the Red Sox do, especially uh, at, at the second base position uh, after this season. Um, you know, they I, I, I don't I don't know off the top of my head exactly. Uh, I want to I, I don't know. I'm running. I'm running trying to take trying to take a stab in the dark at that um, to who is available. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what they do. So um, let's get to Scott. You have a uh, you have a hot take for us. Um, just off the top of my head, based off stuff we've discussed, I guess, I will say the Red Sox hammer Bieber tomorrow. Okay. Um, yeah. 
like I said, he's a strike thrower. I expect them to know that, jump all over his pitches, and I mean, the Red Sox can hit. Yeah. I think if he yeah. if he's throwing the balls over the plate, I think they'll bang around and knock him out by the fourth inning. Yeah. No, I mean, I, listen, hot takes a hot take. I, I mean, it, you, you know, that's 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 a good that's a that's a good one. You, yeah. you can't you can't go wrong with that. Um, you know, like like I said, he has he not the best ERA. Um, I don't think the Red Sox have ever seen him and vice versa, obviously. Um, so it it could go either way, honestly, for me. Really, really good minor league numbers throughout his career, though. Really? Yeah. I think he's 6-2 and two for the Indians. His ERA uh, is, is mediocre, but... Well, he, yeah, uh, he has, he's, he's six and two at a 4.37 ERA this season. Right. Um, so, you know, he, he has the wins, they back him up with runs, uh, but you know, he also does let up runs at the same time. Um, so, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. We'll, we'll get into that on the next episode and see, uh, how right or wrong you were. Um, so, uh, I have a hot take, obviously, um, David Price is going to be the most important person on this team in the playoffs. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. And everyone that hates it, deal you with mean it. He's going to make his $32 million. He is going to make, he is going to make his $32 million. He, he is going to shut everybody up. Okay. I don't, I don't want to hear it. If you're not on the David, David Price train right now, stay off. We don't want you. Okay. <laughs> He he's 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 gonna do he's gonna do tremendous. He's gonna shut everybody up against the Yankees. He's gonna shut everybody up, you know, uh, about about the whole playoff narrative thing. And you know, tell me, tell me, tra- change my mind right now. You can't. You can't. So you, you know, really he's he's rolling. He's rolling. And in, in all in all in all honesty, um, you know, whether whether they do decide to put him back into the bullpen like they did last season, which where he was extremely effective. Um, you know, or, or they just, they, and I think that they'll just, they're just going to keep him as a starter, honestly. Um, you know, I, I think, I think that he will be, uh, a, a tremendous contributor to this team. Um, you know, when you, when you talk about someone, you know, this team is so much better when two guys are doing really good, when David Price is doing really good. And when Jackie Bradley Jr. is doing really good, this team is unstoppable. Yeah. I I I don't have any explanation for it other than the fact that those are just the numbers. Um, you know, it's just it's just what it's just what the stats say. So you know, um, I think David Price is really going to show up for the playoffs this year. Um, and he just he will add a a, a dimension to this team that we've never seen before. Um, yeah. So, um, I mean, him and we can are Jesus Price, man. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So, um, Anthony, did you did you want to get into a hot take here, or? Yeah, yeah, I got one. Go ahead. What's up? Did the, did the Red Sox finish the season off at home? Uh, yes, against yes, the Yankees. Against New York. This is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're going to be tied for the for the for the most wins in the season. They're going to be down by three in the bottom of the ninth, and they're going to hit a walk off grand slam. <laughs> That's a really specific hot that, take. That, that is like really it. specific. Like I'm who sitting here it? watching the game and I'm dreaming. Okay, who hits it? Yeah, who? Yeah, who hits it? Now you, you got to get into real specifics. Who, who hits it? Brock Holt. Anyway. MVP. MVP. Okay, Mookie Betts. No. Really? You think JD? Huh? 
JD JD Martinez. Oh my God! That okay? All right. I I I I, I can see it. I can what if what if that Grand Slam passes Mookie Betts for batting average and he gets a triple crown? Ooh, that would be freaking huge. Well, so so getting getting into that a little bit, um, you know, Mookie Betts hasn't been doing great this last little 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 stretch that he's been on. Um, Let's put the, Park back. What's that? He'll spark back. No, of course he will. Of course he will. Um, but the Rays, the Rays series, he was one for thirteen with one run. Um, you know, it's it's just it's just a it's just a little a little uh, a little a little cold spot in his in his uh, in his season. Honestly, like you know, no one should be worried about it. Um, but with the way it's looking, if JD keeps doing what he's doing and Mookie kind of comes back down to earth a little bit, I mean, that is definitely a possibility. Um, I, I I can definitely see that being a possibility, but a walk off grand slam with a time off. He didn't start on the fifteenth, and they had the sixteenth off, so mm -hmm. he essentially had two days off in a row without a start. And since he's one for thirteen, yeah. Well, I mean, do you do you really correlate that with batters as much as you would pitchers, though? You know, sometimes, sometimes yes, sometimes no. <laughs> yeah. Um, and. It's a long season. Guys have cold spells. It's going to happen. Yeah, no, of course. Of course. I mean, if you're hot, you sit two days in a row. It might cool off your bat for a few days. But like Porky said, he's going to bounce back. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, both him and JD are one for three tonight. But like JD Martinez doesn't like to take days off. Right. I mean, he's not first. Not really going to have any days off. It's going to happen soon. I mean, but he if he's if he's DHing, he doesn't need a day off. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. So you know, I I I don't I don't need him to have days off either because this lineup looks completely different without him or Mookie and or both in the lineup. You know what I mean. So uh, they they definitely add a factor. Um, you know that you that is quite apparent with what the Yankees are going through right now with the absence of Judge. Um, I mean they they you know JD Martinez and Mookie Betts probably even go past. Uh, judge's absence in in a, in a lineup. Well, yeah, um, imagine being a pitcher in your first inning. You could potentially face Mookie Betts and JD Martinez. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. No. <laughs> yeah, no. no, it's not something you want to see as a pitcher. Um, so those are our hot takes. I'm going to write them down, um, and then if we're wrong, we're all going to get trolled by old takes exposed on Twitter. Can <laughs> oh, yeah. I jump back to Bieber real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pulled yeah. up those minor league stats I was referring to. Sure. Like I said, last year he walked 10 guys in the entire season, 28 games. Um, this year, between double A AA and triple A, 6 and 1, 1.47 ERA. Yeah, that's 0.79 whip. That's incredible. And, so and, and you guys got some ability. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, no. Um, and it, it, it just goes to show that he's major league ready. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? He's he's having a decent ERA in in the majors right now. Um, you know he's kind of capturing his identity in the majors, so you know he's going through through that as well. But he could definitely be you know a, a tremendous pitcher for this Indians uh, this Indian squad. I mean, when you think about it, they have a guy like Trevor Bauer who you know uh, was probably going to be top three Cy Young this season um, before he got hurt. He could still get a lot of a lot of votes, I guess. Um, and then they had Kluber last year's Cy Young, and then you have uh, Carrasco, who's having a tremendous season. And then you add this guy as well; like it's just almost not fair, you know. Um, but 
you know, if they can't get it done in the playoffs, then it's all for naught, I guess. Um, exactly. Playoffs, you know I mean? a whole new season. Anything yeah. can happen once you're there. Exactly. Um, I just want to. I kind of want to go into this real quick. I'm kind of going off top, uh, off the uh, off the beaten off the beaten trail, I guess, on on the uh, the script that we have for today. But how good has Porcello looked these last these last few starts? I mean, the guy has looked incredible since that Yankee start. Uh, he's looked untouchable, uh, and, and you know, I mean, he let up he let up two home runs tonight. But I mean, still, as far as uh, stuff, he looks great. Um, so I'm I'm really uh, I'm really happy that he's doing good. Um, what do you guys think? Any uh, thoughts on Parcella? It's a I mean, stretch it's run. What's that? It's a stretch run. Everybody that's going to step up, you're going to start seeing step up. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Um, and that's what this team needs. You know what I mean? Uh, Chris, Sale, Chris Sale's absence. Uh, you got guys stepping up. You got David Price stepping up. You got, uh, you know, uh, Porcello is definitely stepping up. So, you know, it's uh, it's something it's something that's uh, tremendous to see. Um, I just I kind of want to touch on this real quick. Chris Sale, uh, when he was talking about his DL stint, um he he was he's saying that um he's playing for the best team that's ever walked this planet um you know how when you have a guy that has a mentality like that um do you take merit into the fact um you basically what i'm asking is do you take merit into this um when it's time to talk about giving this guy a new contract do you think that you know the Red Sox were, are going to shower him with money, and do you think he's going to stay and, and sign a, a long term deal, or what do you guys think about that? Real quick, I feel like he is, if not second, first on the list for extensions. Hawks this winter. Yeah. He uh, he he's I had nothing but great things to say about Boston. I I feel like he's enjoyed his time here a lot better than he did in Chicago. Uh, just just pitching great. The fans adore him. Uh, Red Sox Nation's behind his back 110%. I feel like this winter is the time for him and Mookie Betts to get the extension they deserve. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't think Mookie Betts is going to take an extension because he'd be losing out on money. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I guess that he's more open to thinking, to talking about it, which yeah. is a that's, that's, that That's all you want. I mean, you know, you, you what you don't want is for them to, you know... Um, I mean, they they had to go to arbitration this season. I mean, that's not ideal, um, and and I think that 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 will weigh heavily with with Mookie Betts, um, obviously. Um, so you know, I, I I I think that if he took an extension, that would be tremendous for everybody. But you know, you got to remember the fact that if he does take an extension, he's losing out on a few years of free agency. Um, Scott, what do you what do you think? Right, he's still a couple of years away from free agency, and. The massive season he's having this year, I think, it's just going to complicate doing an extension this offseason. It's going to be fi- hard to find a middle ground for him and the team. Hopefully, they can avoid going to another arbitration and agree on that. Yeah. But I think we still might be a year off from an extension, which hopefully they get done before he's a free agent. I've been saying for a couple of years, he's the centerpiece that they need to build around. So yeah. definitely don't want to see him ever leaving Boston. In right. terms of sale, I think half of Boston will revolt if they let him go. Yeah. So uh, I, I see them working something out, and I think this offseason 
is probably the time that's going to happen. I think they do work out an extension this offseason. Yeah, because yeah. he only has a team option after this season, right? And then he's a free agent, I believe. Who's that? Uh, Sale? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe so. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Um, I just want to get into uh, some injury updates here. Like we said, Erod is doing um, tremendous in his rehab start today. Uh, struck out eight. Uh, he's, I mean, if that doesn't if that doesn't say that he's ready to come back up, then I don't know what does. Honestly, um, Wright Stephen Wright is nearing a rehab assignment. Um, he was uh, put on a DL for the same issue that Pedroia had. Um, same doctor, same surgery. Um, so, you know, he's. Do you? How, how do you guys view uh, Stephen Wright's importance um, when he comes back? He he, and it's it is confirmed that he is going back to the bullpen when uh, when he does come back. So, uh, what do you, what do you guys take from that? No, honestly, just I, I'm a Stephen Wright fan, and I just don't see where he fits in. Really? They have so many bodies out in the bullpen how do you take out somebody like Hector Velazquez who all he seems to do is win seven and one, 2.74 year, um, 2.79 year for his career dating back to last year. Uh, Brandon Workman, what's his year, like two and a half. How do you send him back to triple A? Like who are you taking out to make room for Stephen Wright? Yeah. And yeah. the knuckleball on the pen, um, you know, in some ways it's giving batters a completely different look from what they've seen earlier in the game. It's also giving the catcher, trying to catch it a completely different look. That's, yeah. a, good, that's re- a good point. I remember, um, was it was it Wakefield coming out of the pen one game and Veritech was behind there? And Veritech never caught Wakefield. He had right. like four pass balls in an inning. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was, it was not pretty. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that, that is, that is also a very good point. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's also Stephen Wright's never been 100% consistent. He's very inconsistent because he's a mainly knuckleball pitcher. Right. If it's not hot and humid, that knuckleball will work. Yeah. And yeah. and like Scott was alluding to, there's just so many different players that are involved here. Like, how could you justify uh, sending down Hector Velasquez, Brian Johnson, or Brandon Workman, or Matt Barnes just for Stephen Wright to come up? Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, I mean, that's they're good points. Um, you know, uh, I think his ERA out of the bullpen was like a sub two, I, 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 I believe, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think that, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's both sides. It's a double-edged sword. You know, you, you, it is, a, it is a new look for the batters and it's also a new look for the catcher as well. Um, speaking of catchers, have, I haven't really heard anything about Vasquez. He should be coming back soon. Have you guys heard anything about Vasquez? Yeah, I think either this week or next week he starts his rehab. Okay. All right. So I mean, uh, you know, we we got that at least he'll he'll add uh, you know, I guess they could push Swihart to to be a utility uh player once again, but you know, um I mean, Swihart has even looked pretty good uh behind the dish himself. So, uh, you know, I guess they really have their tie their, their hands tied here. Um and I yes. do think I do expect what's that? That's my boy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do, I do expect Leon to stay as the, uh, starting catcher. Um, you know, when, when, when you talk about, um, how important he is to this pitching staff, um, you know, you really don't want to 
I guess, change that chemistry um, or, or get rid of that chemistry in any way. Um, you know, I know a lot of people say don't look too far into, uh, you know, catch your ERA and blah, blah, blah. But like, I, I'm not even talking about catch your ERA. Like, you know, Porcello even voiced himself that he is the heartbeat of this of this pitching staff. Um, and for them to say that about a catcher is tr- is tremendous. I mean, and it says a lot. So, yeah. you know. Um, if if the guy is is hitting 200, uh, but you know he is you know doing great behind the dish, and you know the 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 pitching numbers reflect that, then by all means, please. Um, so you know well, it, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle that um, as well. Um, any closing thoughts, guys? Um, you know, I know, I know, uh, I've been, I've been, <laughs> we've been, we've been, me and Anthony's been watching this game. Uh, crazy turn of events um <laughs> they're losing I'm now still here. yeah i mean i, I just kind of try uh, watching this unfold while while you're doing a podcast is really like it, it's really tough <laughs> to watch but um any closing thoughts guys that you guys want to uh you know get off your chest before we end tonight i'm just curious to see what happens with brandon phillips like they signed him and it was well okay they need a second baseman because joy is not going to play again this year yeah. and nunez can't field then they go and trade for Kinsler because Phillips wasn't hitting. This guy's like 38 years old and had sat out the entire season until July. Mm-hmm. You can't really expect him to come right in hitting. Last 10 games, he's batting 421. He has four multi-hit games. Yeah, I'd say he's ready. So yeah, I'm, kind of, I'm curious to see what they do at second base and if they ever give Phillips a shot. Well, I feel like Phillips is going to be that just like low key guy that makes the playoff roster, and then just out of freaking nowhere, he just comes up and makes that one Boston play in a postseason game, and then, then after the World Series or wherever we end up, it, he's just gone. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but he has to be on. He has to be on the roster by September first in order to make the playoffs, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, and what? There's today's the twentieth. We got. 11 days 11 days so if if he does does get called up expect it to be soon yeah and you know what it might be a good idea to bring him up before then even though rosters haven't expanded just because what if kinsler gets hurt again exactly exactly he's an old guy as well (laughs) yeah no and 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 you know you you rather have uh bp out there than than uh you know eduardo nunez i guess right and then and then brock holt you know, possibly a third if Devers doesn't get over whatever he's going through. Phillips hey, um, had a lot of success. He's 200 homers, 200 steals in his career, batted 285 as recently as last year. No, he's he's a great player, absolutely. Um, and I think that he could he could he could uh, thrive in this lineup. Um, you know, um, but it, you know, yeah, I, I mean, we'll see. It, it wouldn't make sense for the, for them to go through all the trouble of bringing him here if they're just not going to implement him at all, especially with the numbers he's putting up in in. Uh, in in the in the in the minor league. So, um, uh, any any other closing thoughts, boys? I, I mean, you know, I I'm just really excited for the this 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 series to get going. Uh, this Indian C- series to get going. I think it. it I even think it's going to be a little heated. Uh, come the the next few games. Um, they 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 make it a little uh, a little physical. So you know, look out for that. I guess. Um, I'm expecting it. So we'll see. Um, I I'm done for today. Until we do the next episode, you know what I mean, guys? So, uh, you know, any other closing thoughts to get it off your chest? Otherwise, uh, forever hold your peace. <laughs> I mean, we're losing currently right now, but I have faith in my uh, Dirty Water crew that uh, we'll still be doing good. Uh, rally caps on for 
for sure. Um, yeah. Join us. It was you were really good, and uh, sure. Yeah, DWC, Dirty Water Crew, baby, let's go. <laughs> All right, well, that's going <clears> to <throat> gonna be a wrap for this one. Um, as always, we thank everybody for listening. Uh, our numbers are, are slowly increasing, and we really appreciate it. Um, as always, you can find us on pretty much any podcast uh, app that's out there, um, obviously including TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, and you know, so forth and so on. You can find us. Um, <clears throat> we're completely out there. Um, if another way to find our podcast is to go, if you're on Twitter is to go to at BSE underscore podcast and a whole list of our podcasts are there also. Um, definitely check out the website, give our writers, um, you know, their due, give, give them a read, uh, some great articles out there. Uh, you can find that at www.bostonsportsextra.com. Until next time, Dirty Water Crew is we out. Later. See ya.